Salutations, friends, and welcome to another episode of Nerddom, 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 and Knowledge. 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 First pick for podcast. Last picked in dodgeball. I'm James. I'm Jerry, and here today we're going to be doing another special episode of D and D Story Time. D and D Story Time. That's Got a lot right. of stories to tell about the times that we played D and D. It's so, a work in progress. So, ladies and gentlemen, grab your blankets. Grab your favorite stuffed animal. Grab some snackies. Grab some popcorn. Curl up. Curl up. Grab your significant other. It's story time. Somewhere children. inappropriate, might I add? Mm. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But, folks, again, we've got to allude to it this week. How do you like that new intro music? Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, I, I think it gets better every time. What was that? And uh, I saw the extras about 167 times. It keeps getting funnier every, every single, single time, time I see it. it. That's how I feel about that song. Yeah. So not funny. I like it more and more and more and more. Yeah. But uh, that is a cover of Numb, done by none other than TikTok's own Blue-Eyed Darkness. And, and the Noise, Noise Machine. Machine. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Not folks, to be confused with the Miami Sound Machine of Gloria Estefan fame. This is a completely new music machine. Yes. Come on, everybody, she can do that conga. I know you can't get your up any longer. Boom. Boom. Yeah, we can do this all day. <laughs> We're not going to because we have an episode to get to. Uh, but yeah, it's available on iTunes. It's available on Spotify. You, you can go find it on, on YouTube. YouTube. Please go give her all the love you possibly can on any one of those platforms. She's a fantastic human being, a wonderful person, a great creator, a beautiful singer. Yes. Fantastic. So go check her out. Uh, tell her we sent you. That won't get you anything. We just wanted to know that we sent people over there. So She was good enough to allow us to use this for the show, and yes. we're very, very grateful to her. Absolutely. Blue Darkness and Noise Machine, thank you both. Muchas gracias, mi amigas. Uh, That's Spanish you, for thank you, buddies. Uh, and we wish you a lot of luck as you are actually climbing the Spotify Top 100. Yeah. Uh, the week that song launched, it was number one on the alternative charts. Yes, it was. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yes, it is. So first, while we get the show started, we got to say a special thank you to our uh, show's brand new sponsor, Southern Defense Martial Arts, based in Rockingham, North Carolina. They teach Shogun Ryu Karate for discipline and self-defense. If you're looking to get in shape for the new year or master the martial arts, you can give them a try. You can find them online at southernsportkarate.com or www.southerndefensemartialarts.com, offering instructional DVDs, soon to be offering online classes. And the fact that he is sitting right here beside us and actually knows martial arts has nothing and, to do with the fact that we're plugging his stuff. Yeah, and the, the gun is helping the, a yeah, lot. Yeah, the gun is yeah. helping a lot. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Don't leave that out. Are and, we doing and, good, sir? And the, menacing, and the menacing look, the menacing look is not bad. No. It's impressive. He's got a real good glare. Like yeah. it's, it's like a like almost like a principal glare. Like it's, it's like I want to do right because I don't want to get detention. Yeah. But then Christina's like, maybe I want to get detention. <laughs> maybe I need a good spanking. <laughs> oh <Maybe>. my! <laughs> it's okay to laugh. Stop covering your damn mouth. <laughs> Jesus. Please continue. This is going to be another weird one. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. But now we're going to talk about some friends of the podcast. We're going to start with Kalis Boutique on Facebook. That's K-A-Y-L-I-C-E Boutique. Uh, they sell clothing and accessories for babies and toddlers. So if there's a new addition to the family, uh, feel free to go check out Kalis Boutique, where the selection is unique. That rhymes. And we also need to say a special thank you to our friends, Joy-Con Gamers. You can find them on Facebook at Joy-Con Gamers and on Twitter at Joy-Con Gamers or their website, JoyConGamers.com. And when you go there, you are going to find news for gamers by gamers. And who do you want your who do you want to get your gaming news from? I mean, one of your sponsors holding a gun to your head with a menacing look? No. Or your high school principal? He doesn't play video games. No. Video games are for losers and squares. <laughs> That's what he says. <coughs> That's tough to beat. It really is. 
What? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What we was that? That's you. what she said. There, there we go. go. All right. All right. <laughs> Don't hide your light under a bushel basket, my friend. You you let that son of a bitch shine. By all means, if there's an opportunity during the show, take it. They're yes. golden. Free reign. Yes. You can walk all over anything we say. Just bust it out. <laughs> That's what she said. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Jim, we'll, we'll edit the pause out. <laughs> I feel like there's somebody else we should be talking about. There is. Uh, there's somebody usually here at the end, at the finale that we harp on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 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 big on YouTube, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty big there. He's got uh, a pretty good following on on TikTok. Uh, Twitch too. Twitch, yeah, yeah. Um, well, like at the final, we harp on him. Right. Uh, YouTube dot com slash final harps. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. Twitch TV slash final harps. Also the guy. Uh, TikTok at final harps. It's all the same guy. I, I know, and he's got that interview show, doesn't he? What's it Damn called? Damn right, he does. It's called the Final Hour. The final. By the way, y'all could have joined in if y'all Yeah, absolutely, because I will never get tired of doing that. No, it's fine. Again, we'll be 85 years old in the rest homes, and they're going, oh, we, we, if anyone ever told you about Final Harps? Uh, what about carp? Harps! <laughs> tarps? It's not raining. We don't need tarps. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I not being loud enough for you? <coughs> Hit it a little harder then. Oh, shit, son. That's what she said. There we go. <laughs> Tag team. Back again. Check it out. <laughs> I thought you knew. Oh. Oh, oh you didn't know? Uh, you, oh. Your ass better call oh, somebody. somebody. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, this is good shit. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Final Harps, uh, you can check him out at YouTube, on Twitch. Check him out on TikTok. Uh, the man's got some amazing videos on YouTube, instructional videos on how to trend better on Twitch and on TikTok. And the uh, aforementioned interview show, Final Hour, which our good friend JC is going to be a guest on yet again. Two-time. Two-time. Two-time guest. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I do look forward to it. I enjoyed the I, I enjoyed the experience the first time, and I look forward to it again. Yes. We're going to be talking about his short-lived but very promising Puerto Rican pop career where he was El Burro Grande. Uh, I was actually turned down to be a member of Menudo. Yes. The little things we think about in life. The missed opportunities. You could have banged Ricky Martin. Been nice. It's just it's just the little things that bring me joy. Yeah. You definitely weren't living La Vida Loca. Nope. But speaking of people on social media, you can find us on social media at Facebook at Nerdum Knowledge Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Nerdum K. You can go follow us on Instagram at Nerdum Knowledge. We have posts and memes and things. Oh, my. You can also go give us an email if you like what we're doing or don't like what we do or, or want us to do something different or want us to go off the air or want us to come dance at your wedding, whatever the case may be. Drop us a line. You can do that at nerdomandknowledge at gmail.com. That's N-E-R-D-O-M-A-N-D-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E at G-M-A-I. You know, some people have performance issues when they're in front of a crowd. That never bothers James. He's always able to deliver. Ten times out of ten. Well, nine times out of ten. We did have that one hiccup. Yeah. We don't talk about that, though. That's like the asterisk on Barry Bonds' record. We just we'll let it go. It's fine. Uh, but I don't have Mardi Gras head, so that's another Why difference. are you laughing at the Barry Bonds thing? There should be an asterisk on that. The dude did roids. 
You don't get you don't get awards when you when you do drugs. I'm sorry. The man yeah. looks like he could headbutt the Empire State Building and bring it down. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can also find us on twitch.tv slash nerdmk where we do streaming there. Uh, we also will be streaming another live D and D episode probably in the next month or so. We're looking forward to doing that. But if you would like to support the show in a different way, you can always go give us a follow on Patreon. James, take it away. Absolutely, Jerry. Thank you very much. And you can go to patreon.com, the website, or you can download the Patreon app through your iTunes store or your Google Play store, depending on what device you use. You go, but there's a few videos up. And again, we keep talking about it, but folks, within the next month, the rewards will be coming. The tiers will be available to find out exactly what you will get for your donation. Uh, But they're coming, and we will back gift those who have donated. We will slip them right through your back door. Uh, Yep. <clears throat> That's what she said. Thank you very much. <laughs> we promised we weren't staring at her menacingly to get her to do that when she did that just now. She's having a little performance anxiety. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, if you have disposable income, aka stripper money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Give me a dollar, want... make me holla. We we might just have to do that. We might just have to, uh, you know, for a dollar, we will send you a holler. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we will literally send you a voicemail where we just yell at you. Or we ah! might. Or, <laughs> or we might. If, or, you know, if for $10, we might just, you know, send you a bit audio of us going, Master has given Dobby a whop. <laughs> Dobby is a free elf. He can now hit it from behind. Yeah. Or, I mean, for 20 bucks, we might just give you anything you want. <laughs> My precious. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, seriously, folks, if you want to support us in a different way, that's how you do it. We're not asking, we're not begging, but if you want to, we will definitely appreciate it. Yeah, indeed. So that concludes that part. So right now we're going to take our first commercial break, then we're going to come back and talk to you about the sick fucking nerd nest item that we got this week. So we're going to lean away from the microphones very aggressively, and then we'll be right back. Yeah! Hey, folks, it's James. And Jerry. From the Nerdman Knowledge Podcast, and we're here to talk to you about IT Services and Networking, LLC. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, owner-operator Will Clark has got you covered. That's right. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. Yeah, and we're back. (laughs) Super fast. That was flash fast. Yeah, it was. That was like uh, first time having sex fast. Ah! Ah. But now it's time for everybody's second favorite part of the show: the nerd nest. But da da da. You you know you know you love that flourish. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like uh, it's like warm breeze on summer day as you sip lemonade on the front porch. Thinking about days go by. Do you remember that? Pepper's Farm remembers. Do you remember that time you killed a hooker in Vegas and buried her body in the desert? Pepper's Farm remembers. But Pepper's Farm isn't going to keep Pepper's Farm's mouth shut. So maybe you go out and buy yourself some Milano cookies and maybe this whole thing blows over. How fucking good is a Milano cookie? It oh is my awful. God, they're the bomb.com. Yeah, you ain't got to twist my, my arm, Pepper's yeah, Farm. Okay, I'll, go I'll buy eat some. more. I'll eat more. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, so this week's Nerdness item, seeing as we are speaking about D&D, we found a fantastic set of what are officially called polyhedral dice, but we all know what they are. They're gaming dice. They're D&D dice. That's what they're for. So it is a seven-piece set of solid metal dice that are made 
with uh, skull and chain designs. So the tips of the dice, every point is like a little tiny baby skull, and then every line going down between the skulls are links of a chain. They're pretty dope. Uh, that is badass as shit. Yeah, they were pretty cool. And, and we can't we can't have it because we're we're giving it to you fans. Yes, that's why we bought three sets so we could each have two, and then we yes. put one of the nerd nests. <laughs> And that is why Jerry is the better half of this t- tandem right here. Yeah, because I go ahead and spend money re- recklessly so we get the cool things we want to put in the box as well. Okay, okay. Ha- him having said that, folks, I do give money on this shit. So no, I'm, I'm not saying you don't. I'm saying I'm the one spending money and buying stuff for us, not for the nerd nest. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Calm down, bro. I just don't want any angry emails. James, why aren't you helping? I am. Yeah, he's helping. All right. Yeah. You stay off my buddy James. I'll come beat your ass. I don't care where you are. So how do you get a nerd nest item, James? That is a very good question, Jerry. I'm so glad you asked. You're very welcome, sir. Happy to help. But uh, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to listen to the end of the episode. And at some point in time, we're going to give you the keyword, but we're not going to tell you. We're going to ask you a question or give you a hint at the end uh-huh. and tell you where the keyword is. Yeah, because we figured out you guys just listening to the middle of the episode and getting your keyword. Nah, not doing that no more. You're going to have to pay attention. Sorry, class, there will be a quiz at the end. Yeah, unfortunately. But it's a cool quiz that you win shit for, so... You get skull and chain dice. Yeah. How fucking cool is that fucking quiz? If that had been a quiz in school, I'd have graduated summa cum laude. This is where I need a this is where I need a cricket sound effect. Yeah, there we go. I'm gonna have to add crickets to the board. Cricket, cricket, cricket. I can't get it out. (laughs) Pull hard. Yeah, pull harder. You can make it come out. (laughs) My snake spit at you. I'm sorry. But yes, that's a nerd nest item for this week. But now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Fun facts, fun facts, super duper fun facts, because these facts are fun. Yay! Yeah, I harmonize with myself again. I do it every week. I don't care. Now, folks, uh, we're going to do something a little different this time. We've yeah. given you, like, trillions. No, we're not trillions, but we've given you... I know. I am going to go on a limb and say we have exhausted all of the D&D fun facts. There are no more. I, I don't think there's any more. We, we got could, them all. We could give we you, can like, make up some, but that's not what we do We here. could, like, tell you that this person played this character at this date at this location but i mean yes it's a fact but is it fun not maybe it could be i mean you might find it absolutely entertaining but that's not kind of what we do here so instead james and i have come up with the wonderful idea we're gonna play a short little round of a game you might have heard of that probably got you in a lot of trouble when you were in college called never ever have i ever and we are going to play with our two very special in-studio guests today. Yeah, so uh, please, James, take their introductions if you don't mind, sir. Uh, the amazing, incomparable, major top sponsor of the show, William Clark. Yes. Of IT Services and Networking, LLC. Which Damn, you used his government for. name. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, and also the owner, operator, teacher, master, sensei of Southern Defense Martial Arts, Hi. Mr. Will Clark. Absolutely. And the the better part of Will Clark, the the yin to his yang. The sunshine on his cloudy day. Miss Christina Lynch. Hello. Hello. Yes. So let's give them a nice round of applause. Right, thank you very much. Glad you guys can come back for the second episode today. We do appreciate that. No, no Jerry, that that's not enough applause, y'all. Come oh, on. Oh, sorry. sorry. Come on. Come on. That's there not what we pay you for, you sons of bitches. There Give it go. up. <laughs> 
Don't worry, folks. The check's in the mail. Anyways. So, uh, we're going to do a little quick round of Never Ever Have I Ever. We're just going to put three topics out there, and then we're all going to say whether we have or whether we haven't. And these may be D&D related. These may not be D&D related. So, I'm going to go ahead and get the first one out of the way. Never Ever Have I Ever fudged a die roll in a game. As a player or as a DM? Don't care. Never, ever have I ever fudged a die roll. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I've done that a thousand times. As a DM, not a problem. It happens uh, all yeah. the time. I, I've done it as a DM. When I first started playing, I was young, I was stupid, and I didn't want to lose. So, yeah, I fudged a few when I was a player. So, I'm not proud of that. Not yeah. proud of that, but I'll be honest. Because that's what this game's really all about, isn't it? Honesty? It is. That so. and... Murder hoboing as much yes. as possible. But, uh, oh, I've had to fudge quite a few die rolls to keep campaigns from ending as a DM. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's almost a necessity at this point, I think. So. Yeah. Especially, I've done it as a player once or twice, not meaning to. Yeah, well, I mean, given the, 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 the group that we play with, um, <laughs> if I didn't fudge the occasional roll as a DM, because, like, they're always finding some way to almost die. So you have to occasionally, like, I can end the story now or... I can just tip that twenty to a twelve, and then we'll go that way. Yeah, he missed. All right, your your turn. You know, <laughs> because Lord knows I haven't played with like a million groups that have tried to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, as I've heard it put before. Yeah, absolutely. Especially Kenny. I hope you're listening, buddy. We love you. We love you, Kenny. Not everybody's an enemy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just think about we're it. Just, we're just saying Bob at the bakery store is just Bob because we had to give him a name. That's all. Yeah. He's not. He's we, not. We didn't to name the him because he's important. We named him because you asked what his name was. Okay. <laughs> That's why it took us a minute to give you an answer. We had to think of a name. But right. anyways, so who wants to go next? Uh, I'll take the second one, and then these two can. Our two guests can decide which one of them wants to ask. All right, go for it. Never ever have I ever, Raven, claw your eyes out. This is for you. Had sex in a public place. I have. I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All ashore who's coming ashore. Yeah, there we go. All right. I have. So it was at the beach. Got it. All right. (laughs) Get a lot of sand in a bunch of uncomfortable places, like the back of your Volvo. That's why I'm Uh. always glad for those little showers on the side of I just, I, I had a fantastic image of Will and Christina walking up off the beach. Christina going, no, wait one minute. Walks in the shower, hits the button. Pulls the back of her bikini open. Just sand cascading out of the crack. <laughs> like a mudslide. But not that kind of mudslide. Actual mud. Well, Raven specifically asked if we were to ever do this on an episode for me uh-huh. to ask that question. So, Raven, I hope you're happy. I hope you're listening. Enjoy. Yes. Now, uh, on multiple occasions, I have. Uh, never uh, in anywhere like... I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Like visible would be the thing. Um, but like yes. not 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 in an open parking lot at Walmart at 11:30 at night where somebody might. Yeah, seen exactly. It. Nothing like, like back that. Back in the woods. Off no, the no, I'm not talking about like I've I've done it in parking lots. It's not like on the hood of a car, like where people can ride by. And I'm like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> check me out. Yeah, doing it. There we go, buddy. You know, because you can be in public and still be private. So you yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So who wants to give us the last one? This is where I need the Jeopardy theme music. 
Okay, we're never ever have I ever had the police called on me. I have. Oh, I have. <laughs> I have as well. <laughs> James smiles like define called okay. on me. I want you all to know his face is red and he's trying to figure out. Uh, no, no. There's a very, very Hell. easy, easy answer to this question. Hell, fucking yes. Yeah. I Y K Y K. Yeah. If you know, know. Uh, you know. <laughs> I know. I've had uh, police call me in a couple multiplications. Never for anything. Too serious. Uh, funniest one was I was in my dad's house. I was probably like 14 years old. Uh, my sister pulled up in the driveway with one of her friends, and I started like flipping all the lights on and off in the house, like messing with them, making them think there was a ghost. My idiot sister thought that somebody had broken into the house and was just like turning all the lights on and off looking for shit. So she called my dad. My dad called the police. So I'm in my own house, mind you, and my dad and the cops got there at the same time. So like a SWAT team, my dad and two deputies come blowing through the front door, and I'm just standing in the kitchen, like, flipping the switches. My dad looked at me and said, what the fuck are you doing? I said, I was just messing with Angie. What the hell are you doing here? She's like, she told me somebody broke in the house. I called the cops. I'm like, who's that dumb that thinks the, the, the you know the uh, Roberts and they're just flip, 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 flipping all the switches in all the different rooms? Not stealing nothing, not yeah. breaking nothing, just flipping switches. And I mean, I was doing this for a solid five minutes. Like, I'd be the dumbest criminal alive. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, aside from a certain situation, again, I-Y-K-Y-K, yeah. uh, when I was about 13, 14 years old, uh, I was, uh, it was me, my brother, and my mom living in a house together, and we, uh, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, and we'd been trading baseball cards, playing video games all day, like literally from like noon till about 9 o'clock at night. All of a sudden, my mom sees red and blue lights outside of the house. Cops come up to the door, knock. Um, yes, uh, do you have a? Do you have two children here by this description? Describes me and my buddy. And my mom's like, yeah. And she hollers for us both. We both come running out. Uh, yeah, what's up? Hi. Cops are looking at us. Um, yes, we got reports of two uh, juvenile delinquents running around the neighborhood, knocking on people's doors, and then running away. And it actually uh, caused one lady to almost go into cardiac arrest. Um, we were given your description, and we, me and my buddy are looking at each other like, we almost killed somebody? What the fuck? And he's like, dude, we've been here all day. I know. And my mom's like, uh, these two men have not left that room in the last nine hours. As a matter of fact, it's actually kind of pissing me off, officer. That was my mom's response to the officer. Not just to attest for us, but to attest yeah. to the fact that we've pissed her off because we have not Yeah, I wish these hours. fucking kids were out rolling around the neighborhood. They're in here eating all the goddamn groceries. <coughs> yeah, yeah, that part. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was a fun night because after the police left, we proceeded to get an ass chewing from my mother. For being cooped up in a room for nine yeah. hours eating Why are you not outside terrorizing the neighborhood? Well, we shouldn't be, but you should be outside terrorizing the neighborhood and get you out of the house. Uh, tell me you should be outside terrorizing the neighborhood without telling me you should be outside terrorizing the neighborhood. I got in trouble for not doing it. That's how I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Any funny anecdotes about police being called on you guys? I had one come to my house one time. Um, Bandit house been a man for years i mean a few friends said hey we're gonna go hang out here well 
I don't know, a couple months later, you know, hadn't thought of nothing about it. Cop shows up at my door. Uh, Mr. Clark, is this your wallet? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's where I left that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where'd you find it? (laughs) It um, it was stolen. And see, what happened was... It was uh, stolen by uh, aliens. Yeah, that's a ticket. (laughs) If you're a cop, how do you know the next words out of their mouth is about to be a lie? See, officer, what had happened was... was, (laughs) You know everything else after this is about to be bullshit. You ain't got to be a cop. Anybody that says that to you is lying to you. (laughs) I'm a mom. I can pick that up from a mom. <laughs> yeah, so we wasn't there messing nothing up, you know. So I, mean, I told him like, okay, I'm, you know, I fessed up to it. I kept everybody else out of it. <laughs> That's a good man right there, taking bullet for the team. Christina, any stories you want to share? Um, I think the most memorable one. I may have been seventeen or eighteen, and I had my own place here in town. And of course, as we do. You know, at that age, we throw parties. Yeah, we do. So, I have really loud music, you know. Not you, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have been Pantera and turned up to full volume. No, it couldn't have been. But, you know, I have crazy friends, and they would, you know, run out of the house and jump off my porch onto the trampoline. And, you know, as it gets later on into the evening, you know, dark time, 9 o'clock or so, they're all running around screaming, you know, just getting cranked up real good and, I hope here come the police. So let's just, you know, for the sake of argument, say that got quieted down very quickly. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Great, great party. <laughs> so it's a great party, but as soon as the cops roll up, woo, everybody disappears. Absolutely <laughs> Little yes, dust shaped clouds where people were. Yes. <laughs> like Wiley e. Coyote. Yes. <coughs> people shaped holes in doors and walls. Yes. Yep. And for some reason, yes. they're all like this, even though they were just running like this, you know? <laughs> So I was some weird ass shape. Like, who jumps like that? You're fucking weird. Uh. Uh. All right. So uh, that was interesting. That was fun. That was fun. That was definitely different. That was definitely fun. And facts. So it kind of fits. Yeah, yeah, you got some facts, and it was fun. So there we go. We still qualified. Absolutely. Still fits the criteria. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back to get to the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Jerry with my good buddy James here to talk to you about our friends at CBD Essentials. Indeed, Jerry. Our friends at CBD Essentials have graciously agreed to offer our listeners a special discount. Use the promo code NAK15 at checkout to receive 15% off of your total purchase price. And CBD Essentials offers a wide variety of products like gummies, creams, tinctures, oils, even pet treats for your furry friends with joint pain or anxiety issues. Best of all, they offer free shipping on orders over $100 and will ship directly to your door. So give them a try. You won't be disappointed. Find them on the web at CBDEssentialsUSA.com and don't forget to use promo code NAK15 at checkout for that 15% savings. Yeah! And we're back. So, uh... No title for the episode, it's just D&D story time. It's what we do here. So we're going to tell you a couple of our favorite D&D stories, and then we might talk about a group story that we remember, uh, you know, if we get around to that. So who would like to go first? Well, Jerry, could we call this episode Something, Something, Something Story Time? We could call it Something, Something, Something Story Time. I like that. Yeah, we'll go with that. So that's your title, folks. Absolutely. So who would like to start with their story? Anybody do it? Everybody raise your hand at once. 
finger on the chin, ponders. I love to hear DM stories. Okay. I really do. Like well, my story is not a DM story. My door, my story is is a player story. Um, actually, if you want to tell that story, I'll tell a DM story unless you got one. Go I know you were wondering. I got about. one for later. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, then I I guess I'll start then since nobody ever jumped out of their damn chairs at once. So, um, my friend Will here uh, runs a campaign uh, loosely based on uh, the source material Sons of Anarchy great television show we all love it uh we're a group of barbarians uh we have our own clubhouse in this town of course we travel from town to town making deals with other clubhouses other factions fighting off evil factions i would not venture to say we are good people uh but we're not outright evil so there's a little bit of gray area there so anyway, uh, this one town we're in, there is this lady uh, who walks around mumbling to herself. She's stinky, um, a little bit crazy. And so I'm palling around with this guy. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a dwarf, by the way. Um, and I'm palling around with a bugbear. And he has married my sister. This is how my character gets introduced. I show up in town to greet my new brother-in-law. <laughs> so we're wandering around town one day. And then out of the blue, here comes crazy lady just wandering by, muttering to herself. Kenny's character, the bugbear, looks at me and goes, I think she needs a bath. I was like, oh, what? And grabs her and then tosses her into the well. Now, I think Kenny thought that wells were like just a big hole of water and people go in there and then they're just in there forever. I don't think he realized that like they have water supplies and flow of water and aquifers and underwater rivers and that kind of thing. So um, I'm like, well, we can't do that now. It's, people are going to be looking for her. They're going to they're going to know it was us. So I have him uh, tie me to the bucket and lower me into the well so I can go looking for her. Now I'm not going to let go of the bucket obviously because then I want to end up wherever she end up. So I'm fishing my little you know pudgy dwarf arms and my pudgy dwarf legs and I'm looking for her and I can't find her anywhere. So we're like, well, that's it. She's dead. She's done for. We went out of town. We're like asking the guys, where does the water flow from the, you know, from the, the well? Where, where's the outlet? We're like, oh, well, there's one out here. So we go out there and we went up and down the riverbank looking for a body. Nothing. Not a thing. Um, I want to say it was what? Like two months of game time, probably roughly six or seven se- like things left. We're wandering through some town. Kenny's character's dead by now, by the way. He died in a car accident. We're wandering through some town. My character's just bebopping along. And here comes stinky, crazy lady walking out of some place. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) oh, no. Now, remind you, I didn't do anything. I was not responsible for this crime in any way. But the shock value, oh, shit. Do I need to kill her to cover up the crime now? Like the thought went through my head. I'm like, wait, laugh's dead. I don't have to worry about it. I'm not going to get any trouble. But do I need to kill her to cover up the crime? Maybe I don't want there to be any witnesses because I think maybe she could have still been in the water, like looking up at me, like when she was floating away while I was coming down to get her. She might recognize me. No, nothing happened about it. She just wandered about her merry way, and I kept on wandering along my own. But it was a fantastic little moment where Will just threw her in. It was all shocked by like, oh my god, she made it. We're not murderers after all yay (laughs) no ignore the fact that i castrated a guy like six sessions before that that's a whole other story though i think i've already told that story on here 
I'm fairly no, certain I, don't I did. Think you have. No, I don't I, think I, you have. I think I did tell that story on a previous episode. I'm fairly certain I did. But it, w- 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 we can talk about that one later on. <laughs> so, but, yeah, there's my story. It was a fantastic one. And that game is super fun, by the way. I, I know we tell you that all the time, but I really enjoy it. It will continue very soon. Excellent. <laughs> all right, I guess I'll go ahead and go next. Go ahead, buddy. Unless one of you two is ready to go ahead and go. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. Um... There is a, uh, it's Earth Dawn, correct? Yes. Um, Earth Dawn campaign, and I have a character in it that is a basically a wild one. Uh, Beastmaster. Yes. And yeah, this, uh, is, this is by Chi, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? So, um, my character, I've based her. She is basically, she grew up in the wild. She is some, uh, sort of feral. She got locked in. And so she has, you know, a ability being around people and all, but she still prefers being sort of to, her, to herself. Well, we have just sit here and uh, got this little town, and um, there is an army outside of town that we have been fighting with. So um, we come up with this thing because they're like, look, we need more information about what these guys are doing. So I believe it was your character or Kenny's character decided, okay, I'm going to go in and find this information, this you know, book, letters. That Kenny. Was, that was Kenny. That yeah. was Kenny. Okay. Kenny decides, oh, I'm just going to wander in the cat. Oh, do Right. So he is posing as the guards, and we have formulated the plan. Okay, we're going to have a lookout above in case he needs extraction. So we put uh, two people on an airship, and then me and I believe it was your character then are yeah. sent to the side as a, a distraction in case he needs uh, them to look the other way to get out. Yeah. So uh, just for clarification, my character is an obsidian, a giant rock human being, and my idea for hiding was just to crouch down in the fetal position so I look like a rock. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was the... Uh Game master for this campaign, it worked. Yeah, it really did. I rolled the perception, it worked. Yeah. The guards bought it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, it's just a fucking rock. I'm a very convincing rock, but please continue with your story. <laughs> so, Ken, uh, Kenny's character goes in. He's getting information. He is in there a little too long for my character's taste. And all of a sudden, my character is also noticing she is seeing more movement around the camp. My character thinks, oh my goodness. We've got to get him out of there. He's in trouble. So my character goes over and talks with a squirrel. My character tells the squirrel, uh, see these guys over there? They're the ones that are taking your nuts, and they're going to keep stealing from you. (laughs) I roll it. I get an amazing roll. It ain't a nat 20, but it was an amazing roll. Now, to, to clarify, Earth Dawn does not work like D&D in the sense of it is what's called an open-ended system, which means if you max out any dice on a roll, and you can roll multiple dice on a single roll, any dice you max out, you get to re-roll and keep a running total. Yeah. To, to explain why this was such a magnificent fucking roll. Uh, he had to make, first of all, he had to make a roll to speak to them. Then he had to make a roll to convince them. He he blew both rolls out of the fucking water. Yeah, it was pretty so amazing the to watch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> pissed. Yeah. And I rolled I rolled a D one hundred to determine how many squirrels. I honestly did not expect to get the roll I got because I maxed out the D one hundred twice. <coughs> 
Yeah. Basically, every squirrel within a twelve-mile radius decided that these motherfuckers were responsible for their nuts being gone, and proceeded to. I will let Will finish at this point. <laughs> yes. So now my character has a squirrel army raiding this encampment. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, what you're picturing in your head right now, that's, that's what exactly what it looked like. <laughs> yes. Squirrels were jumping up and biting people. I mean, you know, total carnage. There was these squirrels took out a military encampment. Yeah. We barely got our buddy out of there with uh just a little under a scratch. Yeah, and it was a sight to behold. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way the, James described it, like people just being like covered by a wave of squirrels, and then the squirrels would go away, and there was nothing but like pick clean bones left. Yep. And at the same time, we were looking up at this airship with two naked girls flying by on a road. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Kenny is the first one to discover this because Kenny goes out, he sees the carnage going on, Kenny is immediately worried, then all of a sudden he hears from behind him and above him. He turns around to look up. At the same time, he notices a feral squirrel about to jump on him. He notices an airship and several naked figures dangling from ropes from an airship. Yeah, that's a story for another day, though. Yeah. <laughs> we may hear that story today. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. But uh, playing with Will, you, you learned that he has a, uh, a penchant if you would, for summoning armies of NPCs to do his bidding. Uh, like when we played Horde of the Dragon Queen, he recorded all of the kobolds in the tower to fight on his behalf, promising them gold and food if they agreed to help him out. And he nails the persuasion roll. Somehow he yep. never misses. It's fantastic. And yep. what's so bad is, is like combat, he's about 50-50 on his rolls. Seriously, uh, every once in a while he breaks out with a really awesome one, but for the most part he's he's pretty consistent, you know. But when it comes to the a fucking persuasion roll, it's like <laughs> I want 150 NPCs. Okay, make that fucking persuasion check. Not 20. Fuck. Yeah. It's like all the normal D and D stuff is just regular rolls to will. All the crazy outlandish shit. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. How are you doing this? <laughs> Depends on the character. Jarrell was my best fighter, and I had good roles on his fighting. Yes. But some of the other stuff, I would die out on. Uh, sometimes, yeah. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrel army. I'd, I'd almost forgotten all about that. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Such a great night. And, and in the aftermath, uh, the guard from the town... Decided to go out looking for the encampment. Yeah. Guess we call that a casualty of war, yeah. folks. <laughs> Guess what happened? Squirrel tornado. Know. That's what happened. Squirrel nado. There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want me to continue that one out? Uh, if you wish to. <laughs> okay, so yes. We went, uh, and I told, I went back and I told him, like, look, we handle business. And he's like, okay. And I tell the. Head constable. Head constable, because I couldn't remember what you called him in that campaign. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm like, look, you know, I did what I had to do. This is what happened. And he ain't happy with it. So um, he has already released, sent the guards out, not thinking about it. Well, I find out the next day the, the, about the, uh, the guards, because I am now have, you know, military guys standing, because, like I said, my character is of the wild. She stays in the stables with uh, the other animals. 
So they come to arrest me because of you know my involvement in the destruction of the guards that decided to go check out the camp, which my character says ain't my problem. You sent them. So they uh, uh, go to try to arrest me, not thinking about where I'm at. So what do I do? I tell the animals, they have come to take us cat, put us in cages. <laughs> and what did you do with that role, folks? You want to take a guess? Want to guess? Wanna, he nailed guess? it. That's what he Anybody? did. Yeah. <laughs> Any guesses? Any, anybody say he didn't do it? No. You're wrong. No. Did you not listen to a word we just said? So, yes, now <sighs> I'm making a break for it while I, the animals are now raging through this town. <laughs> now, to... to to really set the scene here, you have to understand, Will wasn't the only one getting arrested. Everybody in the group was getting arrested. Yeah. Now, everybody had been brought from the various inns out to the streets. This is the very first thing they see when they're out on the streets. The constables are fixing to take them into custody. All of a sudden, they hear, oh, look over. Guard flying across the walkway, across the way to the... Uh, buildings on the other side because a horse has just kicked him <laughs> that fucking hard that it sent him flying. Yes. <laughs> to which Kenny's character takes that as a sign. Okay, break for it. Hits a guard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who was the next one. I don't remember if it was Brittany or you. Or it you. wasn't me. I think it was. I was Brit- always the last to action. In I that think campaign. it was Brittany was next Probably. to go, and then I think Christina was like, and then finally Jerry's like. I freed somebody. I can't remember who it was. As I was running out, I come by and cut uh, them yeah, free. Yeah, uh, one of them was in. One of them had been already tied up. Yeah, so yeah. you did have, did have to free them. Yeah. One, I think it was you. They had to free because you were the first one they tied up because you're yep. the obsidian. But once you got cut free, you were like, "I guess we're doing this." Whack them all. <laughs> that that was also the campaign that introduced one of uh, James's more historic characters with a very distinct voice. Yes. <laughs> that Christina absolutely hates. Uh, actually, that is a character I borrowed from a somebody else who ran Earth Dawn for me when I was younger. Oh, no, I remember you telling the story, yeah. but that's like it's become yours now because yeah. Christina fucking hates Because it. <laughs> it's creepy as shit. Yeah. The creepy old Nethermancer. Yeah. You know, I thought it was, you know, playing a necromancer. I'd, you know, you know be big and bad and... You know, get to do all this cool stuff and bring back zombies and skeletons. Which you no, can. No, she was she was took taken down many pegs. Yeah. By, by the creepy dude. <laughs> so, man, I thought I was creepy, but this motherfucker right oh, here. Holy oh, shit. That, you know, the, Sorry, sir. I wouldn't bother you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just this is the skin crawling. Yeah. It's yeah. like nails on a chalkboard it's, it's inside it's your great. brain. It's it really bad. Great. Yeah. Now, needless to say, on both of these, the I was not expecting the squirrel army, but then when at the in the stables, I was just expecting a you know a quick stampede to disappear into. Not the horses were going to take out the, the uh, town guard. Yeah, the horse went death metal, started murdering <laughs> sure people. They heard the purge alarm and just went off. <laughs> no law for 12 hours. Kick, kick, kick. No. <laughs> so, yes, I get that. Get out of town. Uh, the rest of them have to come find me, and they're trying to drag me back to town, convince me to turn myself in. When they finally do this... My character's spirit is totally broken. So, uh, you know, she comes, she's already seething. 
comes in, starts giving her stuff away as she's going down Main Street because she says, I'm going to be in a cage the rest of my life. This is it. I'm, and uh, get to the very end of it. And the guy is getting ready basically to have her killed when he says the wrong thing. And she sent her says, wait a minute. And, and, uh, and this is her trial. And she uh, says, wait a minute. You told, and you did, and everybody started looking the other way, which saved her. She's already given away all of her possessions, her favorite wolf uh, cub. And, uh, you know, she's given up. She's basically, you know, is a broken spirit at this point. But, you know, he just lights the fire into her. And uh, so, yes, everybody turns on him. And... uh, (laughs) At that same point, that other story would transpire that we were talking about. We'll tell at another time, which if they want to tell that one, uh, comes back into play. Into this. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> so and that's where I will stop it since they converge there. All right. So who wants to go next? Christina? James? Uh, if you're not ready, I'll go. No, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm going to tell a story from a little bit later in this campaign. Okay. Uh, this is the story of when uh, this group traveled to Parlanth and Haven. Oh, yeah. Which is a horror-infested area. Now, horrors are basically... Monsters. Monsters. Just any type of ugly-ass monster you can think of. Yep, it's a horror. There's one that looks very similar to it. But uh, there is a very particularly nasty one there that is actually part dragon, part horror, named Vestravon. Yeah. Who is not a pushover, to put it lightly. Nope. Well, Vestravon is you know, running through Parlanth and is actually fixing to head into Haven. Now, there are probably about a hundred what are called adepts, heroes, including the group, ready to fight this thing, but are sitting there going, this is probably not going to end well for us. This is probably going to be, this is probably our swan song. All of a sudden, a mysterious black house appears in Haven. Now, nobody in this in Haven recognizes the Black House, except for five particular people. Oh, yeah, we know it very well. <laughs> one, of them that knew that, one of them knew that house very, very well. Not going to name any names. Christina, <coughs> anyways. <coughs> but this house appears, and out steps the Nethermancer. And once the Nethermancer steps out, the group proceeds to go back into the inn in Haven because they're like, oh, we got both of these fuckers here? Fuck this. We're going into the inn. Yep. Yeah, we're not. No, no. They look out. Vestravon is tearing through heroes like he's chewing up chew toys. Mm-hmm. There they go. Well, heroes are starting to give ground. The necromancer does not give ground. He steps up and he says something that everybody hears and reacts to in very different ways. This Nethermancer looks at Vestravon and goes, Pet. Vestravon stops, turns around, and flies away. Yeah. To which everybody in the group has some very interesting responses, which I will give them the chance to speak their responses right now because these are fucking epic. Yeah, well, I wasn't wearing any pants, uh, <laughs> but I shit my pants. Um, no, my character was uh, very taken aback. I was like, Did he just call that thing his pet? Is that I heard pet? He said pet. He said pet, right? So that means that 
yeah, no, no, I'm done here. Let's go home. <laughs> we're, we're finished. Uh, and, I think my and rem- remind yourself. I, and, well, you don't know. I can't remind yourself. But I was a horror stalker. I literally lived to kill horrors. And I was like, no, I'm going to leave this place because this is way. I can't. This is too much. I can't do this. Now you have to understand. They're low level at this point. They're they're not like you know level one, level two. They're level four, five at this point. I think. But yeah, not on the level of a Vestravon. But yeah. Uh, now, I do remember uh, Brittany. Brittany's character turned around and went, I'm going to the bar. That was her immediate response was, I'm going to the bar. Just liquor. Yes, that sounds good. That's well, I mean, now, eventually we all ended up at the bar because that's what you do when you see something like that go down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Britt, Brit, it's like y'all are looking out the window. You're like, and she's like, I'm going to the bar. Y'all remember what y'all's responses were? <laughs> I'm looking for Ray Finkel and a clean pair of pants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah. From what I remember, my character didn't do nothing, but she was looking at him like, did you just call him Pet? Because yeah. she did not like that. No, she, I remember what your pissed. character did because you were pissed because you weren't going to get to fight it. Because <laughs> you were like, one, where the hell are you going? We number, were getting ready to throw down. <laughs> number one, you were pissed because of that because you wanted to fight. You were you were claws out, ready to fucking fight, and you were mad at the Nethermancer Necromancer on two levels. Number one, he chased away your fight. Number two, the fact that he called it a pet. That kind of offended you, but then it was like everybody's. I think you were explaining to him. Oh no 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 no! You don't understand. That's not. He's going to trap it. It's evil, but he's going to trap it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still didn't like the concept, yeah. but you got it that it was. It's actually not really a dragon anymore. It's actually more horror than dragon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not really an animal. Not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that took a lot of convincing. That was fun to watch yeah. that play out. Yeah. Good times. Absolutely. When you have to convince the animal lover that the demon dragon's not actually an animal. <laughs> but my favorite part of this was after. Vestravon leaves, they decide to go back into Parlanth. Now, there are other horrors around. Now, then they come across one horror that is able to do skin shift. I forget which member of the group did it, but one of them got skin shifted. The horror made a successful role. I think that was Kenny's character. I think it was Kenny's character. And the rest of the group comes in. Find, everybody is split up. Kenny has decided to go by himself. Everybody else has decided to pair up. Kenny goes into this room by himself, finds the horror, and gets skin shifted. Comes out. He's actually able to still walk. Comes out, and all of a sudden, without even making a roll, everybody's just like, I didn't even have a chance to tell everybody to make a roll, which they had to. But nobody just, everybody's just like, fuck it, I'm not making a roll on this. Yeah. I don't even eat food. I threw up. Uh... Needless to say, our heroes did ultimately win the day, but that was just... Of course we did. We're the heroes. <laughs> After we washed the vomit off of ourselves, <laughs> yeah. got new pants, we were ready to go back into battle. <laughs> of course, it was funny watching them walk back in, and all of a sudden, everybody's like, hey, you got rid of it. Oh, 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 this, oh, oh. <laughs> Actually, just I thought I, I thought I made that roll. No, you did. I was, I was close, you but did. I didn't. You yeah. did. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. But, yeah, it was funny. Everybody smelled of puke, except for the Beastmaster, who just smelled like open wildness. Yes. <laughs> which smells in a different way. Animal funk. <laughs> a new scent by Menon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Some of you are too young to know what Menon is, but go look it up. You'll educate yeah. yourself. <laughs> bye, Menon. Uh, if, right, it were, if it were Amish, it would be bye, Mennonites. Oh. Ah, <laughs> there. All right, Christina, you're up. That's so bad. Um, take it my, one of my absolute favorites. I don't know, the one, um, Susanna, my character, and I have to, to kind of explain that one because it's been such a running joke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't remember the name of this campaign. Or who DM'd this one? I'm that was me. That was you. Okay, um... For whatever reason, we find ourselves in an inn, you know, the group of us, and we know for a fact that all of us are going to die the next day. This is just, you know, there is no doubt that what we're about to face, he is going to kill all of us, probably not in a pretty way. So, Britt's character and I commence to sit downstairs in the tavern and just get sloshed drunk. Just... Yeah. Just get totally yeah, you toasted. did. Just totally wasted. <laughs> you know, the the Constitution rolls were shit, especially on my part. So, you know, here we go. So, something, there's some conversation said. It's getting later on in the evening, and one by one, you know, some of the group starts to walk away or whatever, and it's me and Britt downstairs with you know, this group of table full of uh, sailors. Yeah. More like pirates than sailors, but I digress. No, they were longshoremen. They yeah, were sailors. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys were in Port they Victory. They were men so. after Brit and I were, got free Were they longshoremen? Oh, I'm yeah, sure they, they were. were. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, at this point, I'm I'm watching Brit's character, you know, eyeballing the the waitress, you know, the, the servant wench or whatever. And I'm, you know, convinced that I'm going to die horribly the next day. And I've, I've come from a small town, you know. Your family always tried to baby me and everything. Never got to break out of my shell. And so this brilliant idea comes to me. You know, so I stand up and I walk over to the table. I put my hands down and look around at all of them. All ashore, let's go in ashore. And I start grabbing people. <laughs> grabbing guys left and right. Dragging them up the stairs. And then Britt's character sitting there at the table, and I was like, no, 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 no. So I grab her behind me, and she's like, I don't know about this. So she grabs the waitress, and then we all go upstairs. Now, when I tell you, uh, and I hate to interrupt you, but I, I, I want to I, I want to interject. That's a DM here. When I tell you that the look on my face, I was like, wait, what? We're, 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 we're doing? Okay, all right. We're doing it, everybody. We're doing this. My precious sales, this is happening. So please continue. <laughs> and, you know, of course, being the group that we are, we all wanted to know, me and Brittany, how, you know, what performance, you know, how we handled everything. And I swear to God, during combat of these, the biggest, baddest black, purple, gold, silver dragons, the, the meanest horror, the, the weirdest kobold, whatever, I cannot get rolls like this to save my life. But when it comes to banging. But when it comes to banging, what, seven? Is it five. seven? Five fingers. Well, seven including Brittany and the okay, barmaid. So, yeah. yeah it, wow. Yeah. Wow. I was impressed, you know, to my roles to the point where I'm cussing. But that wasn't even the best part of the story. The best part of the story was the next day when you two wondered if you had ended up together. Yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, they did. Of course, we rolled, and of course, you know, we did. But I think the best part of that 
um, might have been a few months later when we come back to this place. And these same longshoremen and the same bartender, you know, this is after the battles and whatnot, we made it out unscathed relatively. Um, someone brought Brittany her baby from back home, and we were upstairs, you know, <laughs> hanging out with the kid, you know, just, you know, <laughs> like, like moms and, and friends do. And so I come downstairs holding the baby and Britt walking in front of me. And lo and behold, here is this whole table full of longshoremen that I just destroyed, you know, months prior. And the look on their faces <laughs> to see me coming down the stairs with this baby. Yeah. And they all looked at each other. Out the door. <laughs> Out the door. And the best part is Christina's character's chasing them. Where are you going? Where are y'all going? What are you going to take care of this baby? And I, and I remember this. It wasn't out the door. You had them. They were jumping out windows. Yeah, they were falling over They were, they were like falling through the kitchen. It was, it, was, but it was genius. The absolute best part of that entire story to me will always be it was the morning after when uh, – Edward comes stumbling downstairs <laughs> after his night of debauchery. And the two of you, you and Britt, are just sitting at the table with the thousand-yard stare because yeah. you've seen some shit you can't talk about. Yeah. And so he's like, how was y'all's night? And y'all were just like, fine. Everything was fine. Yeah. Everything was fine. It's all fine. Everything was fine. Because <laughs> you guys kept that secret for forever in that game. I think it was finally Kenny figured out something was up because you guys were acting weird around each other if I remember correctly. But that'll still be my favorite part is you guys a thousand yard stare at breakfast like sipping your coffee and eating your eggs. Yep. Yep, good. Good. Are we all packed up? Ready to go? Let's, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're ready to go? Are we done? Alright, cool. All right, Nothing weird happened. Let's just go on. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Just move along. Move along. Move along. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, that might be my... my like one of my top three favorite D and D moments of all time. Oh, let's show this going. It's surely. Wait, what? Okay, all right. Let's do this, man. Leroy Jenkins. Look at each other, and I'm grabbing shirts. That's one of those. That's one of those times where the DM actually loses control for a second, but is actually okay with it. Yeah, are we doing this? Is that this happens what, a lot in my stories. Yeah, but usually <laughs> it's not okay. her. No, it's definitely am, never Christina. I am very quiet. I am, you know, the quiet barbarian or the quiet. Paladin or quite cleric. I don't do, you know, I don't make a lot of waves, whatever. But yeah, it was very case, uncharacteristic of Christina, not her character, yeah. but of Christina herself. So. In this case, I had to. And, and that is, out. and that is funny because at, at but sometimes later, when the world's getting ready to end, you, you just need know. a good deep dick, and that's what it takes. <laughs> well, it, it's funny that there's another story involving Brittany and Christina and an airship, but we will tell that story another day. We will indeed. <laughs> yeah. As as as. Uh, Christina over here covers up her face like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, now, truth be told, it's not a everyday occurrence with her. It's just happened to have happened to her and Brittany twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Now, something you also need to understand is that her and Brittany are two of only four females that usually ever role play with us at any given yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, if something like bad is going to happen to a woman in the story. Choose them. Now, we do have uh, some of our players uh, will play female characters. Will's a fan. Uh, loves playing female characters. Charlie loves um, characters. But, of course, now, all of his uh, female characters are like always super badass. The funny thing is his most recent character he made for Theros 
is the only one I've ever seen where he made as a complete and total wimp, a dork, a nerd, doesn't fight. Every time there's a fight, he's hiding behind someone or something. <laughs> Never been in combat, not one time. Clearly. Not one in the whole campaign so far. Yeah. I was like, all right, everybody roll initiative. Will, like, yeah, 17, all right, what are you doing? I'm hiding behind somebody. Okay, moving along. Come back around the wheel. What are you doing? Still hiding behind somebody. <laughs> so he's, he's playing truth to the character. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that was an interesting story time, I think. <laughs> we had squirrel battalions and longshoremen pregnancy scares. <laughs> People we thought were dead coming back to life and necromancers taming giant demon dragons. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's something for everybody in this episode. It's a nice, wholesome family time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we hope you kids are curled up and ready for bed uh, if you're not already asleep after our story time. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Hopefully you don't have vivid nightmares of oh, I'm, awful, evil things to I'm happen. sorry, I forgot. The end. Ah, there we go. <laughs> we should get a little, like, tinkling noise. Like, you know, to, like, dream time in, but I don't know. Oh, we'll wait, work wait, on wait, that. wait. Hit the music. Hit the mute. Which one? The sad music? Yes. All right, hang on. Let me get over here to sad music. Turn that down. It's just awful loud. And then, as the dragon flew away, it sadly knew that it was about to become the necromancer's bitch. <laughs> the end. Fan. Fiend. Fiend. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Well, folks, that's going to do it for our episode of D&D Storytime. We'd like to thank once again our wonderful guests, Will Clark and Christina Lynch, for dropping by and hanging out with us today and regaling us with some tales of some finer times, as it were. <laughs> folks, uh, make sure and tune in next week uh, for our episode. We don't know what it's going to be yet, but we will Actually, let you know shortly. But there's one more thing we have to do before we let you go, and that is to give you the special hint as of this week's Nerdness keyword. And that keyword is what is the name of the city that we traveled to in James's Earth Dawn campaign? You got to go back and listen to find out. But once you do, send it in the email, send it on over to us, and you are entered into the Nerdness contest. Any questions? Good. All right. So that is going to do it here for us at Nerd of Manalis. James, take it away, please, sir. All right. Now, next week's episode is going to be the high cost of being a nerd. Yeah. It gets expensive. Yeah. It, it's not cheap. It's not no, cheap, it ain't. folks. We're going, to, uh, we're going to dive into some of the more expensive hobbies you can have as a nerd. Yeah. A couple of which, which were members. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, folks, that's going to do it for us. How about one last round of applause? For, Absolutely. For everybody as soon as I get here. back over to the applause track. There we go. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming. We appreciate it. So, on behalf of Christina, Will, Jerry, and myself, this has been Nerd to Knowledge. I'm James. I'm Jerry, and, and we, we are, are first, first pick for podcast. podcast. Last, last pick in dodgeball. And all the shore that's going to shore. <laughs> 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 we'll see you next week, folks. Later. <laughs>